I like being further away from you. <laughs> I can understand that. Hey, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm Steven. We like board games. And beer. We decide to pair them. We think you should, too. Welcome to Table Hops. All right. <clears throat> What's up, man? Not much. <laughs> we start every episode. Actually, a lot's up. Look, we have a whole new studio set up in here. Yeah, dude. Look, everybody, on this podcast that we're recording, audio only. <laughs> it was great. It was yeah. awesome. I feel very comfortable. We were talking about games that we played recently. The only game that I've played quite a few times this week has been the Choose Your Own Adventure uh, House of Danger game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so we played that right. once, and mm-hmm. so you and Jenny have been playing it, I assume? Yep, and we also played with Ryan, because it's easy for someone just to pop in and pop out for okay. an episode. You just be like... We're in this haunted house or whatever it is, and this okay. is what's up. And no spoilers, but have you enjoyed it so far? I have. Uh, it's pretty neat how, like, depending on what choices you make, it'll upgrade your psychic meter, right? Okay. And the more high your psychic meter is, your character can level up. Oh. So if you're at a certain level, it says you're, like, level two psychic. Mm-hmm. And some cards will be like, if you're a level two psychic, draw this card. Oh, okay. But if you're okay. not, you don't get to do that. Gotcha. Um, at the end of every chapter... Again, this is not a spoiler because it's in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of every chapter, you have the option and it tells you what cards to to go back and search for items you might have missed. Oh, okay, I gotcha. But the danger there is, <laughs> if it raises the danger meter, uh, you it, it can uh, make the next chapter that much harder. Oh, so you kind of have to balance like if you are going to look for those items that you might need later, or right. is it worth the the danger meter thing? Right. Because as far as as I know, there's very few healing items that we've come across. Okay. So, like, once you get to the top of the danger meter, you just start losing experience points. Basically, you, you get you become a lower level. Gotcha. It lowers you on the track. And so th- this is uh, so you're about what three quarters of the way through the story? You think uh, we're starting chapter three of five chapters? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know how much replayability there is in this game because sure. like, there has been. Because it lets you go back, I'm like, we should probably check and see, you know, if what we missed mean? an item. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got chapter. you. Yeah. I got you. There's no, like, part where you're like, oh, well, there's no going back now. Right. Does that make sense? So, right. Yeah. Uh, you basically want to check out everything because you don't want to miss any items. Gotcha. I don't know what the items do, but that you collect items that say, like, your psychic senses tell you this is an important item. I'm like, <laughs> I guess it is because I need it. Now... A mini spoiler okay. that I want to tell our listeners. Yep. If you play this game, fuck monkeys. Okay. Monkeys are bad in any situation. Good to know. Just so you know. Even in real life, probably. More than likely. Tear off your butt cheeks. Have you ever wanted a pet monkey? No. Not after I heard about the tear off the butt cheeks thing. Oof. That's rough. Yeah, it's, it's very rough. So they're doing multiple books of this, right? Like this I have is- no idea. I think they're trying to see how this goes. And then I'm pretty sure I I, th- I thought I remember hearing that at Gen Con was that this was the first one and that Z-Man was going to do multiples of them. Okay. It's going to be kind of like the Exit series, you know, those right. escape room games. Yeah, yeah. Or the puzzly games. Um, What was I trying to say? I don't know. Do you, uh, do you know if there are any are in the works or are they trying to see how this one sells? Uh, not sure. I We haven't heard any other announcements other than this will be a series. Okay. Um, uh, that being said, like the gameplay of it, is no different one player than it is for multiplayer. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah, it's, it's, just... it's, it's, it is a choose your own adventure yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and 
it's fun. It's not very well written, but what are you going to do when you have a card's length to tell a story? You know? Yeah, that's true. So there's a lot of, uh, you just got to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I guess th- my problem with it was it didn't make me feel like I was in the book. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't feel like I was a part of the choose your own adventure book. Like, when I read the books, I'm into it. Yes. You well, know? I was <laughs> back in the day. Uh, they wrote one about you? Is oh, that-, <laughs> that would be a very boring book. Would it? Yeah, I think so. I, uh, I feel like your life is more exciting than you. Maybe you're are. right. Wh- which what choice should he should have made? <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I, speaking of which, sort of, I, I haven't read it, but I heard Neil Patrick Harris's autobiography is in Choose Your Adventure format. Huh. And I really want to check it out. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you are you changing his life as you read it? I have no idea. <laughs> how 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 real is it? You know. Maybe you die early. <laughs> You're like, well, I guess not. He's still alive. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what what did I play this week? Uh, oh, I we did play Vindication again. That's Angela's number one game right now. She loves it, huh? It's Vindication. Cool. I yeah. want to play it with the expansions you were telling about. I haven't played that yet. So yeah, so th- there's a lot of expansions in it. Their Kickstarter for their newest expansion just uh, just wrapped up. Okay. See, so yeah, Vindication is still up there. It's fun. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Digital Scythe lately. Okay. Yeah, I played that a few times. Yeah. Uh, playing a lot of Digital Scythe. I played a lot of Small World, actually. I've been wanting to get back into that. I've never played, what is it called, Underworld? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the big expansion for okay. it. Okay. And then there's another one that adds, like, a cloud. Okay. Um, but I've been playing it just on the computer. Oh, cool. Um, super, super sweet. It's... It takes the thing about playing on the computer is it takes a lot of the nuances of like the sure you know having to remember like what each thing does. Mm-hmm. The UI isn't that great, you know. The user okay. interface isn't the best, right? But it's still like it, it, it lets me play that game because I really do enjoy that game and I enjoy like the replayability of like all these races are constantly sure. mixed up. So many know? combinations. Yeah, exactly. I like the scythe one, but to me, I lose that whole textural element of like, I like moving my pieces, sure. collecting my resources yeah, yeah. and coins. I have to change. I think I was talking to Angela about this. Like for me, I'm a very visual person. So I had, I don't do numbers very well. <laughs> so I had to set all the, uh, poli- what do you call it? The oh, you're talking about for the, for like the scoreboards, the po- popularity yeah. track, the, 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 the power track. And I need stars, to have those. Yeah. yeah. I need to have it visually up there. Yeah. So I'm glad you can turn those on. Yeah. Those are, uh, those are sweet. I, I really enjoy the digital scythe. I think I enjoy playing it more just from a, like, gaining strategy and gaining experience. Okay. You know? Because you can see the outcome right away, or? No, just from, you know, the more you play something, the oh, better sure. you get at it. Right, yeah, right. Um, and this way, if it's one o'clock in the morning, I don't have to be like, hey, Chris, you want to play scythe? I can just, just play scythe. That. Yeah, you know? that's true. Um, the two games I can think of that I actually like better digitally than in real life mm-hmm. Carcassonne's a huge one for me because i <laughs> i am not good at scoring and really and i feel like it just whenever you're putting a guy down like whenever you're putting a, a little knight down uh-huh. it highlights very brightly this is what's going to score at the end right so i'm like okay <laughs> i don't have to pay much attention i can just play the game right which no i enjoy question. better and then onitama is the other one like i just i like how it shows me in glowing lights you like to see the preview of the move you're gonna make yes I understand. Yeah, because that would be a game I was... Because I've only played it digitally, honestly, and I'm like, if I was playing this without these visual aids, I think I would make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. The visual aids for, like, Descent and Imperial Assault are cool, too. 
Uh, oh, you mean like with the app? The apps. Oh, yeah, yeah. that is pretty cool. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Suro Digital is pretty cool. Yeah, when you Suro's add the loop digital. serving, the loop scoring, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We're, is that, that's, that's just like a beat your own score type thing, right? You can add it to the regular game. Oh, okay. So you get like, if you loop, if you make a circle, you mm-hmm. get a bonus point and you can multiple loops. But it's still like survival. Oh, right? yeah. Like the, the game's po- the same as you're just trying to make as many circles as you can. Yeah. Um, but I would never, ever be able to keep track of that without blowing line. <laughs> and the only bad thing is I always try and spell my name out with my dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> so speaking of digital, mm-hmm. uh, so champions of Midgar is getting an app. Yeah. Which On is steam or uh, steam. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt it'll come to iOS just cause it's too big yeah it's just like scythe yeah. scythe would not work on 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 a phone i uh lords of Waterdeep on mobile it's okay it's all right on a phone it's tough it's it's a little tiny because there's there's just so much stuff mm-hmm. you know i think it's interesting that these games are coming out digitally as well you know yeah i think it's a good mesh of the you know the two different well i think aspects it, of you, gaming well, they're, they're trying to fight the you know video games aren't going away right right sure even though blizzard you know they're losing money. Blizzard and EA in the past quarter have lost money. Like their stocks have 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 gone down like something like twenty percent over the past four months. Hmm. Blizzard just laid off a thousand employees. Wow. Yeah. But bl- video games aren't going away. They're they're never going away. Right. Right. Sure. And so I think the way people go about gaming is super changed since when I used to play video games. Well, certainly. I mean, I think that's that's why you're seeing like there's a restructuring happening, okay. right? But for tabletops to be able to break into it, right, there has to be some digital aspect that you start to involve in it. Like, okay. I, I think tabletop games in, them, in themselves, right, you're still going to play a, a tabletop game, right. right? I don't mind when a tabletop game is then taken into digital form. I can see that. Right? I think my, my general take on that is I prefer board games with people. Sure. But if I was going to play a game solo, I'd rather just do it on the computer. Interesting. See, I I enjoy playing board games with people digitally. Uh, I'm just not an online gamer, even if it's just board games. I just, I wasn't, I didn't grow up that way. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's the only way I get to play with some of my friends now. So, because they're not here. Yeah, exactly. I can see that. That makes sense. Like, I, I, to be fair, I've played like online with people I know, Scythe, Mm -hmm. like Marcus. Yeah. But, um, I wouldn't play like El Rando Rodeo <laughs> 27. So I went to, oh, funny story. So Jenny like planned hold this on, whole. Hold on. Chris's alcoholic moment. Ding. <laughs> Life choices. <laughs> um, so Jenny set up this whole like Valentine's Day surprise for me. Okay. You know, and she's like, I'm not going to tell you where we're going to go. Uh-huh. It's going to be a surprise. Okay. I'm like, that sounds great. I'm ex- I can't wait. So this is like, like a week. Right? right. And she's like, I got to put this in my phone. So and then I'll I'll tell you where to drive. So you don't know where we're going. Like, okay. she's like, I'm like, she's like, I can. Anyway, regardless sure. of which, she was yeah, going to yeah. navigate me. Yeah, yeah. But when she when she put it in the phone very loudly, Google's like on your way to bottle crap. You, know, <laughs> you might run into traffic. And she's like, God damn it. Yeah, but I had never been to Bottle Craft. Oh, really? I've never been there. Yeah, so I went over. That's on Hilltop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. So you know, so Bottle Craft originally is from San Diego. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they're originally in San Diego. They came over here right after the whole Green Flash came over, like uh, Green Flash expansion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they survived, and Green Flash didn't, obviously. But uh-huh. um, Bottle Craft's cool. The thing I don't like about Bottle Craft is they have select beers on that you can get on Growlers. 
Really? I didn't. Well, I didn't go there for a full. Yeah. So, so Bottlecraft is a bottle shop yeah. in a bar. Yeah, it's Taste, like a bar. Tasting room, technically, I think. They, 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 they mainly do grilled cheeses and soups now. Right. Yeah, but they only have, they only ever have like five or six taps that you can get fills of. Everything oh, else is only by the glass. When I was there, they had a, no, they had a, they had a list for every tap. They had like a, they had a little tiny taster, an eight ounce pour, a 16 ounce pour, and a growler fill. Okay. So it's probably changed uh, then. Crowler fill. Crowler. Crowler. Yeah. And every Tuesday, they're 20% off crowler. I think they mainly do their crowlers. Yeah. Maybe but, that's what it but was. But if you want a, a, a full growler, full growler yeah. yeah, there's only a couple you can get. Um, they had a lot of Aslan taps. Yeah. Aslan's, I'm, I'm really starting to dig their stuff. Yeah, I like Aslan a lot. It's very good. So I had their, uh, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Delaney's Lane or Delaney's yeah. Way. That yeah. one's an awesome IPA. Very tasty. That and their um, How Now Brown Cow. I haven't had that one. Very good, too. Yeah. Yeah. My, fa- stuff I had my favorite one from them is the Boat Boat one. I can't even remember the name of it. Boat boat. <laughs> yeah, the one the one that tastes like vanilla coke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that one was awesome too. Yeah. Well, I can't remember. But yeah, neat brewery. Yeah. I'd like to check them out. They're are they they're past Kotu, right? I think so. Yeah. I know they're I know they're Nova. Yeah. But that's all I ever know. Yeah. I'll have to check them out sometime. Are they close to uh, um oh goodness, what's that scary brewery? Right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're in Herndon. That doesn't help me, Stephen. They're right. Herndon's right outside of Richmond. Oh, okay, cool. There's another brewery right outside, right in Richmond. That there's so many breweries, man. I can't keep track. <laughs> or no, sorry, I'm wrong. It's in Reston. Oh, okay, that's in Nova. Okay, Reston's in Nova. And then, so they're not. They're so yeah. So they're in Reston. It's not uh-huh. far from Adroit. Right. And then I had uh, a three notch tasting. I went to over the weekend, and they. Uh, they I didn't know they have three locations. They have the one in Richmond. Mm-hmm. They have one in Charlottesville. That's right. And then they have another one that's like, I think just for brewing. I don't know if they have a tasting room in it. That's probably in Richmond too. They said, I don't know. Well, because I know they used to, they used to have the, the sour house and that closed. Yeah. Cause they opened the big one. Yeah. Apparently that's the biggest one. So that makes the most sense. So I assume yeah. like, I don't know how much brewing they actually do in that location because it's mainly like the, the restaurant. I kind of yeah, think. it's it's. I think it's mainly the, the hangout space. Yeah. They did have a couple of fermenting tanks, but I don't. I didn't see those any, would be like special batches. Yeah, I didn't see any like like uh, I didn't see a uh, right. That's why I think their other location, if it is in Richmond, is primarily just brewing, which makes sense. Yeah, I guess it's more central too. Uh-huh. You know, they're from Richmond originally, right? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. And then. Oh, gosh, I was talking to so many people about Bearded It this week, and now I can't remember all the details. I should write these down. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been Three Notch that was telling me that their third location is where they do all their weird testing. Huh. Like their weird batches. They're like, let's see, you know, like the pilot house that Smart House has. Okay, I got you. One of them. Yeah. I haven't been there in a while either. So this week, we're talking about... Organizing brews and board games. Yeah, since I have my own personal Marie Kondo mm-hmm. sitting across the right table here. from me. You only say that because I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you are typical um, never mind, I take that back. I was gonna say you're very organized. But I am organized, OCD, and extremely lazy. So correct. this triangle <laughs> of things that don't work together, that would describe me pretty yeah, well. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a rough little mm-hmm. little investment there. Yeah. Um, but you, you just moved. I just moved. I installed some shelves. Look at you. I installed shelves. Now I told you the whole story where like the shelves didn't fit. 
Yeah, and you had to get your neighbor. To... Yeah, I Jenny baked cookies and bribed him with the cookies, and I'm like, while you're eating those, why don't you uh, cut these shells? <laughs> Wait, you didn't even cut them? No, I so <laughs> so. Let me tell you the whole the whole situation here. So. We were going to give him cookies anyway. So Jenny had already these cookies baked. Sure. And then I put the shelves, which I double measured. Uh-huh. And I got him to cut it exactly. And he cut it exactly. And I put them in there. And they would go in. And then they would stop before they reached the back of the closet. Right. Because the, the, the walls bow inwards. Sure. And I didn't measure the very back of the closet. Right. That would make sense. But the closet was full of shit. So I just measured across the wall, right. figuring it would be the same. Right. It was not. So we went over there. And I'm like, oh, so I had these shelves that I need to have trimmed. He's like, I got this buzzsaw. You can just use it. I'm like, how do you use it? <laughs> and he's like, oh, we should take it outside and I'll just hold it and you can like use it. To I'm like, I think I need adult supervision. <laughs> can you, uh, I'll hold your beer. <laughs> can, can you cut these? So he cut it and, and it was good. Nifty. Yeah. He has a lot of power tools. Gotcha. Tools I don't understand. And so you, I think you shared a, a picture on Instagram. You're mainly doing vertical. Right? I want to continuously do vertical. Okay. I like it a lot better. I like being able to see the spines and be able to take out any game I want. Sure. Um, I got those bands for loosey goosey boxes, but right. most of them are pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I didn't show you this, but I put a uh, like a quad divided box on the top shelf just so uh-huh. I have more room. And I bought a closet made um, basketed. Uh, door hanging organizer uh-huh. for like card games. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's all going to go in there. But when I had, I just threw them all in there because I just want to get the boxes out. Right, so it's not right. in any order, which is also driving me crazy. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out like, how do I want to organize this collection? Do I want to do it by player count? Do I want to do it by just box sizes? Right, do right. I want to do it by the actual game, like the name of the game or right. type of game? I just don't know. Interesting. So I don't know how to do this. It's a tough thing, mm-hmm. right? I typically, well, eh, typically, I redo my shelves every couple of months, so okay. that's not fair. But I do typically try to keep my shelf of shame in eye view. That's fair. And the reasoning for that is because when you look at you it... You might want to tell our listeners what a shelf of shame is, because their shelf of shame might be something completely different. <laughs> well, Chris, my shelf of shame uh-huh. are games that I haven't played. I've bought them and haven't played them. Mm-hmm. Currently, my shelf of shame contains 25 games. Wow. Right? That's a lot. It's a lot of games. It is a lot of games. Um, now, that being said, it's, you know, I, I'm i one of those, uh, I mix collecting board games and playing them. So Fair enough. There's a lot of games that I get that, like, I might never play, right? But I get them because, like, I enjoy collecting them. Do you collect, like, based on the publisher or just the series? or If it's a cool game. Like, okay. Like, they're... For instance, mm-hmm. right, uh, Viticulture, right? right? Viticulture is like the classic worker placement game by Stonemeyer Games. Okay. Right? I still haven't played it. I've owned it for eight months and still haven't played it. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm I always have, down to play. I have opened it. I have made an organizer for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have sleeved it, but I still have not played it. So totally, because you, you do you do a lot of collect. I don't do collecting. Sure. I beat the shit out of my games. Yep. I, I play them and, and wear them out. Yep. But like for a collector, do you collect games that you keep sealed on purpose like people do with action figures and stuff? Or is that not a thing? <sighs> so that's tough, right? I don't keep a lot of my games sealed. Okay. If a game is sealed, it's because either A, I haven't decided if it's going to stay in my collection. Right. Or B... 
I know there's a lot of pieces and I haven't wanted to dive into it. I see. Right. Um, so if it's something that like, like I might find like a really good deal on something, pick it up and then three months later, move it from my collection. Okay. Right. But if I play it in that time, great. Mm -hmm. If not, it retains value staying sealed. Oh, that, that makes sense. Right? I can see that. Sure. Cause there's a lot of people that like want to want to punch it themselves and whatever. So people that are weird. We, yeah. That sounds weird. Board <laughs> gamers are weird. What do they use to punch them out? Steven, their fingers. Oh, okay. I've been doing it wrong the whole time. No Moving wonder on. why. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. But I, I, I do enjoy like having my shelf of the shame, like right at eye level. Okay. Right. And then, organizing from there is tough right like i want to take all of my like games of a certain type and try to put them together when you say type do you mean like the genre like the mechanics okay yeah so like if it's like all these worker placement games are in the same spot okay because then if not that this this rarely happens right but if somebody's like i really want to play a, a card drafting game mm-hmm. right then i can just go and and i go to this section i use kalaxes so kalaxes right. are an ikea bookshelf that are and there's they're a just bunch square. of different types of like, kalexes because i was looking on the ikea site and well, they're just they're different shapes right yeah yeah like they're all squares and kalex probably means like goddamn square shelf yeah that's yeah. exactly what it means <laughs> goddamn square shelf. Yeah. um yeah they they the basic one is a is a two by two mm-hmm. but they make they make the ones that are like a one by four yeah which are cool mm-hmm. they make they're like I, tetris pieces yeah exactly <laughs> i think it goes up to a five by five i've seen well so are these two by twos on top of each other? Yeah, in my in my office, I have two by I have four two by. Everybody, stop and look. <laughs> <laughs> I have four two by twos, uh-huh. um, and that only reason I have those is because I only bought two to begin with. Yeah, and I thought it was better to buy the two by twos instead of two four by ones. Mm-hmm. And I actually now need more, but. Well. IKEA is coming here soon. Yeah, that's right. So I think what I might end up doing is replacing all four of those with a single five by five and do what with the other ones light them on fire sell them sell them somebody you know someone's always going to buy those yeah um so i'm looking at your collection uh, in comparison to mine and one thing i notice is your boxes are for the most part pretty uniform whereas i have a lot of like the old board games that came in those long skinny boxes so, so my boxes are like all wacky shapes yeah so i keep all of those type of games mm-hmm. in the closet closet of shame uh not the closet of shame but like things like monopoly and oh like, yeah, yeah you know the game of life and stuff like that uh-huh. like it's stuff that i have but we rarely play them i see you know so like the things that are out that mm-hmm. you can see are things that i want to display that makes sense right we have a small shelf that we're displaying like maybe five games sure just so someone's like oh we should play a game be like now come look at my problems in this closet <laughs> you know look at my obsession of these yeah. things now see where i'm i'm i embrace it and yeah. I am I am fully fine with it. I do think that part of that is also just space, right? True. Like if I had space for everything, I'd probably display everything, mm-hmm. but I just don't. Right. I like mine. So I'm really liking my new closet because before I had like a big tower that you actually gave me yep. of shelves is why I just put a bunch of shit on. A and stock schmout. Yep. That means goddamn shelf in Finnish or Swedish or whatever it is. And so they, uh, I put those there and I, under a bar, under the bar, I had all those other games. But the problem right. was because they were in all like four different places, I right. never knew what the hell I had. When I moved and un- unboxed these boxes, like uh-huh. Jenny was helping me, she's like, I didn't know you had this. I'm like, I didn't know I had this either. <laughs> you know, so we're just, yeah. now I'm just like, oh, here it is. And when you 
work on that that web app or whatever it's yeah. called i'll probably check that out too yeah it's it's coming along quite nicely mm-hmm. i need a name for it so if anyone has a name for a web app that stores your collection yeah what would you call it yeah i keep thinking rolodex rolodex because it's a rolodex basically but my what i'm currently what the code name of it is is game shelf oh that's good i feel like it's too simple though i feel like it needs to be a little more flashy Mm. but there so (laughs) i get what you're saying right i have board games in four different places in my house okay i have them in the closet in my office I have them in the bookcases in my office. Okay. I have them in the bookcases out in the living room. Yep. And I have them in the closet that's in our uh, uh, dining room. Okay. Right? I have them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I tend to know where they are. Okay, that's fair. Be- mainly because, like, the stuff that's in the dining room closet is all of my, like, Othello, Monopoly, sure. Life, Yahtzee. I love the Othello. I hate Yahtzee. <laughs> All the games in the in the living room are uh-huh. like simpler games, maybe some party games. Yeah, games that if you had friends over and they saw, they'd be like, "Let's do this." Exactly. Yep. The stuff in my shelves are all the stuff that I'm really proud of. You know, want the want to collect them, yep. right? And the stuff that's in my office closet is honestly more party games and or like games that are primarily solo. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Right. That's your uh, solitaire closet of shit. Yeah, exactly. Your by yourself time. Yeah, that's where I keep all my magic cards and stuff oh, like yeah. that, and like all the like, like the I have a binder that I keep all of my Imperial Salt stuff in. Right. All my Zombicide miniatures, all that stuff. Very cool. Yeah, I don't know if I have any secrets to organization. Okay. I think it's like it, it's very de- determined upon the person, right? right? Like I have a mixture of vertical and horizontal right board games, but my horizontal games never go more than four tall. I see. Mine is going to be all vertical. I've already decided on that. Mm-hmm. I guess my question is, so I'm going to put in the baskets on the door all like the smaller box games. Right. But when it comes to my... My idea right now is I'm going to... So I measured my shelves based on Twilight Imperium. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, let me just get a shelf that can hold this. Sure. And then anything else will be fine. Right. So I did that. I was going to put my big ass boxes on the floor. Okay. And then work my way up in size from there. And put my RPG books on the top, top shelf. Okay. But but then I'm going to run into problems of, oh, I have like this game, but the expansion boxes are way up here. Do you keep your expansion? Oh, you keep the expansion separate. I usually do. Yeah. I guess I don't have to, but for some reason I do. Yeah. I mean, unless it makes sense not to, but like the scythe. So the scythe ones, I have the two boxes still because I keep all my autonomous autonoma stuff or whatever in one box. Right. And I keep the airships in the other one because the airships don't fit in the base box. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because I don't have the legendary box. Uh, so I just put them in there. But that's fine. Yeah. So, but I guess I could just put them next to it. I don't know. I just don't want to drive myself crazy. I think I've already done it. So I think, I think one, one mistake you might want to avoid, mm-hmm. right, is putting stuff at the bottom makes it like out of sight, out of mind. Right? Okay. So... I need to put something at the bottom because it's the whole fucking closet. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 But I guess what I'm saying is like put stuff down there that like you'll never forget. Right. Twilight Imperium. You're oh, not yeah. going to forget about. Right. Scythe. You're not going to forget about. Okay. Right. And those are the two biggest boxes I have, I think. Right. So those can go low. And then stuff, you know, that should be like eye level. Right. Or like the first thing you see should be like maybe a game that 
you haven't played in a while. Okay. I think that that's the key to a collection, right? Because you have a lot more board games than I think you realized. Yeah, I'm going to update my uh, board game geek. Because Jenny was like, hey, wouldn't it be neat if there was like a website that like took your board <laughs> games and told you what you had? I'm like, there is. <laughs> yeah, but the key is to, you know, to rotate them, right? So... Like in a circle? Yeah, essentially. So... The the games at the bottom of my shelf are the mm-hmm. games that like I always know about. Okay, right. I'm not gonna forget those because they're your like. So you put your like I guess almost favorites near the bottom. Exactly. I see. Yeah. Um, so they won't get lost in the shuffle. You'll know. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, right? Stuff that's in rotation. Mm-hmm. The very top is the shelf of shame. Yep. As I play it, I pull it off. When I go to put it back, I put something else up there. Uh, okay, that makes sense. So then that way, it's always a fresh thing. Sure. Does that make sense? I think I might do that with like, like I said, I have one tiny shelf out of games that, right? you know, just to get people's attention. Right. I might rotate those around. Hmm. Just have a few yeah. out week to week or whatever. That's um, very you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's but, too much work for me. Yeah. Uh, I, if I went crazy and I was left alone, <laughs> I would alphabetize them and all this shit. I would do so much stupid stuff with them. Yeah. Um, so, right. I think I'm just going to focus on box size. I don't think I'm going to be able to organize them too much by type yeah. That'll be what your app's for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I just need to go for a structural type of thing, like pleasing to the eye. Just make it work. Yes. Make yes. it work. Yeah. This is a lot like the Marie Kondo thing where, have you ever watched that where she's like telling people how to do their book collection? No, I haven't watched it. Okay. So she's like, you have to tap the book to wake it up. What? And then you have to say thank you to it for all the nice things it told you. And then you have to throw it away or put it on the shelf. So I'm going to go home and just slightly, lightly spank my board games and then put them on the shelf. All of them? I'm going to spank every single one of them. I'm so proud of you. Mm, you should be. <laughs> I'm also going to, more importantly, after I spank them, I'm going to put them in my board game geek collection. That's cool, man. Yeah. I'm excited. It's great. I'm excited to see what I actually fucking have. So you have some news. I do? Mm-hmm. What's my news? I don't know, Chris. You tell me. What are you getting at? I have no idea. Both members of Table Hops will be at Gen Con this year. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know what you were talking about. You kept looking at the corner. I'm like, isn't that your solitaire shelf of shame? Do I have to crawl in there now? Uh, yeah, I'm excited to go to Gen Con. Yeah, my that's first awesome, time. dude. I've been looking at flights. Yeah. I can actually get to Montreal and then to an in- it's in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I can get there for like 300 bucks. So let, let's preface this, right? Yes. So you're already making a trip to Montreal. You don't currently live in Montreal. I don't live in Montreal. Yeah. I'm already, I already have plans <laughs> to go to Montreal this summer. So yeah. I'm going to go to Montreal and then I'm, I'm going to stay there for a week and then I'm going to take a plane to Indianapolis and stay there with you guys. Nifty. And then drive back with you guys. Nifty. So you're going to miss the first half of the road trip, which that's fine. I'll you'll, just be on a plane trip, some random dude. And you'll just sleep on the way back. That'll be it. I'll just you record, won't even know I'm there. <laughs> I'll record table hops by myself. There you go. Um, yeah, so dude, it's, I, I can't uh, wait. It's exciting. We'll, we'll start the countdown now of T minus five and a half months. Wow. You know, there's going to be a lot of stuff going up before then. I better then. get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, you better buy your badge. <laughs> better buy my badge. <laughs> yeah, um, it's on my list of things to do. It's going to be great. We've we've got a lot of cool stuff happening. We've got, uh, we just did the, the Virginia Beach toy and comic fair mm-hmm. that was great uh, virginia beach we ran the game library there we sure did great turnout everyone got their little henry the hop yeah which if you haven't seen our new logo it's man pretty pretty, pretty beast our new mascot is henry the hop it's mm-hmm. a meeple with a hop inside of him he's a hopple he's a hopple mm-hmm. he is yep. a hopple yep. 
so we did that um i am going to be attending board games at the beach in april right, right. um down in wilmington uh sponsored by cape fear games that's that's cool uh possibly going to geekway of the west still figuring that, that what's that out. i don't know that one geekway of the west is just another uh it's like pax okay almost uh, but it's in st louis oh um that's so, in missouri Da, 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 da. <laughs> I so did it. Um, our friends over at Hack Tabletop want want me to come out there. So oh, cool! Going to try to make that work. And then we've got Gen Con. Yeah, it's, we got it's some gonna stuff. be a busy year. We got some table stuff. hops on the road, on the road, and in the air, and in the air. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about beer storage a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So I organize my beers in three different fridges. Okay. Because I have a problem. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so I have. The main fridge that I keep my normal food in, yep. and then I have a wine, uh, uh, wine conditioner, uh-huh. and then I have another fridge in the in the garage, okay. which is just a regular fridge as well. I keep okay. all my twelve ounce bottles and some bombers in there, uh-huh. um, but the two things that I make sure I, I I also organize mine by styles, okay. So I have like IPAs, stouts, sure. and then I have a weird thing of things I don't normally drink that are over there, okay. Uh, I keep I keep my stouts in my conditioner, and that stays at like 55, 60 degrees. Okay. Never get colder than that. And uh, I learned the hard way, don't store your goddamn beers on it on their belly. Correct. <laughs> don't it's not wine. Down. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Even if they have the cork, and some people say, if you have the cork, you can do it. Don't do it. Yeah. They blow up in your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, I put all my beer on the second shelf in my fridge, and uh, however it fits, it fits. I do that, too, but I have a <laughs> lot of beer. <laughs> I put it on the second shelf of the main fridge and then have two other <laughs> fridges. That's what we were saying when we were moving because everyone was moving our boxes. Like, you guys don't have a drinking problem. You have a you don't drink enough problem because we just have boxes on boxes. Of well, no, you do have a drinking problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're but just you, well supplied. Yeah. <laughs> you just always, you just go and like, oh, I need to get beer. Yeah. So you get more beer and yeah. then you drink the new beer before you drink the old beer. That's true. That's true. That's exactly what it is. Yep. I'm getting better at it, though. <laughs> well, and then you got you got like a dozen bottles for Christmas. I did. I so. did. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of beer. Yeah, but it's cool. Yeah, I I just don't think I'm enough of a beer snob to, mm-hmm. to not warrant, but like, I just say. Well, the other thing, too, is the beers that you like generally aren't beers you want to keep. Correct. Yeah. So mine are generally the ones you want to age. Right. So that's also a thing too. Yeah, and I'm also not a big wine drinker. So I love red wines. We have a lot. We can talk about uh, storage of my whiskey. See, that would be a Jenny <laughs> thing if Jenny Jenny comes and does this because I I uh, I'm not good when it comes to the liquor. Yeah. It leads to sadness and mistakes. I just store my whatever. So I only drink one bottle of whiskey at a time. Okay, and I just store in a decanter, and then once I'm done with it, I go get another one. There you go. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. And nice I like and your, deca- your decanter's cool. The yeah, it's, it's a globe it. and has a ship in it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's dope. My mom yeah. got that for me a couple years ago. Yeah. Jenny's using an old fucking sangria bottle. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you were going to say a sock. And I was an like, old how is sock. How is an old it? soggy sock. <laughs> whiskey sock. Pass me the whiskey sock. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any storage ideas, storage solutions yeah. that maybe we're not thinking about? Oh, the one thing that I forgot to mention is like my favorite storage thing, and I still haven't done it. Okay, but it you know the the uh, you can get them at like Michaels or or wherever the little photo cases. No, so they're little photo cases, and they store uh, four by six photos. They're like a box that holds. Photos. It's a it's a it, it's a container that then holds all these box boxes of of four by six photos. 
Okay. Right? Yes. Okay. I okay. understand what you're saying. So you take those and you use them for all these little tiny card games, like oh. the mind and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And you just put them in there and you throw away the box. You never need the box. That's right? true. And then when you take it with you, all you have to do is either take the whole thing has a handle on the top. Okay. Or you just pull out the ones that's that you want. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, My thing with that is even the little games, not all of them, but even the little games, I love the box artwork and stuff. I just love keeping that. I know a lot of people also take their games and throw the box away and just put them in like Ziploc bags and shit, but I'm not. Yeah. The only, the only boxes I throw away are expansion boxes that I don't need. That's fair. Um, just because it this takes up a room. Yeah. yeah. And like, why do I need an empty box? Right. That's true. Yeah. That's it. I like what you did with the, uh, everyone look, <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did. You took some of your, uh, box tops that you're not using and hung them on the wall, like canvases. Yeah. I like how they're all like different heights too. Yeah. Which is it's cool. Very haphazard. Yeah. Um, in a good way. I wish I didn't throw away those 22 boxes of expansions i could have used those here <laughs> but uh yeah i think i think i might slowly make this into a thing uh, i think i'm gonna convince my wife to make it look better yeah but it's very cool i like it i like T- it a lot. totally random um i found these things on pinterest of, uh, <laughs> like people that take the canvas artwork that sticks out like those boxes do and yeah. fill them with sound foam and oh. use those for their studio so it's decorative and functional at the same time. so i'll probably end up doing shit like that yeah very neat well guys i gotta pee Thanks for listening to another episode of the Table Hops Podcast. Be sure to visit us at tablehopspodcast.com, leave us an iTunes review, or visit us on social media at Table Hops Podcast. Be sure to check out our videos on YouTube and email us your feedback and questions to tablehopspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, good beers, good games, great, great times! times.